Hello, welcome to the KMS Wrap-Up Show. Uh, today is December 2nd, 2020. Uh, the show's name is VFW in Vietnam. Uh, very, very, I, I don't want to say controversial show today, uh, because it seems to be very one-sided in, uh, in, 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 in a certain someone's take on the show on a, uh, on a particular guest. I am joined today by Inspector Jay. Jay, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. And Adam in Jersey of the Anal Show. <laughs> Shalom, Justin. What's going on? What's happening, boys? Uh, so let's get right into it. So the show kind of started off today with, uh, I do want to touch on the, I know everyone wants to get into the Carabas, Toronto thing, but we're going to touch on that in, uh, in just a couple minutes. But uh, first, I want to start off with the VFW letter. Uh, started off, Kirk opens up his letter. He opens up Steve's letter. He thinks that the VFW gave too much praise to Steve. What are your guys' thoughts on this? I think it was. Uh, I, I think. I think. I mean, the VFW, 100% of the of what happened goes to Kirk. I mean, it doesn't happen without him. Uh, I think they should rename the VFW uh, <laughs> instead of instead of being like Lodge 606 or whatever it is. I think it should be Lodge uh, KM. I mean, because he said he wants to not be Kirkman Hand Show, just Kirkman Hand. I mean. You donate forty thousand dollars, and you promise to. I, I'm sure the show in July, or whenever he said he's going to be back, is going to be as big, if not bigger, because there's going. Hopefully, knock on wood, there's going to be less COVID restrictions and stuff like that. But uh, I, I think I think they should rename the lodge, rename the street, do something. What, well, what, what I are mean, your I mean, I, I think Kirk said it best that you know he, he could have done this with anyone as his producer. He could have done this with you as his producer. He could have done this with. Uh, you know, Moroso as his producer, you know, if Steve was anywhere else and with anyone else, this wouldn't have happened. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that it, it definitely uh, was was interesting. Obviously, Kirk played it up, you know, pulling the uh, the Nancy Pelosi move and ripping it up in their face. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's definitely a little bit of a slap in the face. Uh, you know, maybe they should uh, put out a press release, give him the key to the building. Um, you know, nothing, nothing is out of play here. Give him the key to the building, too. Do not give it to the Kirk Minahan show. Correct. Give, it, believe, give it to him. Uh, give it to Kirk. I, I, believe... I think if uh, – sorry to cut you off. I think if Steve had been in studio, it would have gone a little bit different because um, although Kirk said, you know, he's the best guy that he's ever worked with, the hardest worker, and he is. So granted, the hot dogs and beans got lost. Uh, yes, it, it's Kirk's name on it. Uh, yes, he played it up. Um, I just hope he goes back there and not to Vietnam for, for the next, uh, the next, next episode. <laughs> Vietnam would be a very, uh, I don't want to say troubling. I just think it'd be difficult in these, these days to, uh, to get there. But I mean, who knows? Well, uh, all the dong talk. Yeah, there might too. be some dong I mean, to be you made know. over there. But um, I think uh, dong. I said dong. Yes, I know. <laughs> okay. plenty, of, plenty of dong to be named. Okay, there. sorry, I didn't hear Listen, you. There, there are some there are some VFWs around here in Jersey, and I'm happy to to have him. I know that the uh, the Latino gang's happy to host him. So yeah, I mean, there's plenty of places to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I do think I do think the the so uh, just real quick, just a quick plug. Uh, Seven o'clock. The video. I just had to. There was a problem with the audio, so I just today on the KMS Clips account is going up of the entire VFW uh, portion of the show. So you'll be able to see Kirk rip up the rip up the letters, all that fun stuff, throw throw things everywhere. So uh, anything else you guys 
want to talk about in regards to the VFW. I think that was kind of a, I will say, very strange that the show was named after this segment. I think I, I think very, very much so burying the lead here. And uh, if you read the description of the show, doesn't does not mention the Carabas thing until the last sentence of the paragraph. Uh, I think VFW in Vietnam, you know, it, it was a uh, it was it was it was a good segment, but I think it really should have been Corano uh, attacks Carabas or, or or something of that like. Uh, he sucks at naming, anyways. COVID strikes. Kirk didn't like that one. The, he's not again. He's not very good at naming episodes. Uh, I yeah. don't think so. I, I'll, I'll agree with that. I mean, I'm, I, I like Carano, um, but yeah, I don't think naming episodes is his uh, is his strong point. Well, uh, well, let's just get right to it. I real quick, do you guys have anything you want to say about the uh, Lego kid, Barstool Lego? I, th- I thought it was a fine interview. I mean, the kid's fifteen I mean, years old. I, I couldn't what, imagine. What, what are you going to do with him? I, you know, I, I obviously I love the shout out for the explanation of his name. Um, but, you know, it's it's once again, just proof point of Kirk's talent that, you know, he could even engage with this kid. It was just, you know, the one one word answers, the the quick and shortness. It was it was a, a rough interview, I'm sure, from from Kirk's perspective. But, you know, he made you know, gold out of shit. I think for me, I, di- I didn't even know about this Lego stuff, so I searched out the the initial uh, uh, Kirk Lego. He looked like he had um, bedazzled jeans on or something, so I'm glad the kid got rid of those and put them behind a desk and actually had a sense of humor, put a train on the desk, so um, I thought that was pretty good, and uh, I took a look at some of the other Barstool uh, Legos, so... Yeah, no, for a young kid, he handled it fine. Um, and yeah, as Adam said, you know, what are you going to do with a, a young kid like that? But sure. I thought it was interesting, and it's good to see someone that age have some creativity, and maybe he can turn it into some some real cash. I will say, were either of you surprised that he uh, that that he was homeschooled and that his family doesn't go out much, even outside of the pandemic? Uh. uh no, I mean I I have no I I don't know the kid from a hole in a wall. I've never heard of him before. Based on the interview, the Erica thing. <laughs> oh, I mean, he seemed like a he seemed like a nervous fifteen year old kid. I mean, I can imagine when I'm when I was a freshman or sophomore in high school when I was fifteen, uh, to be asked on suddenly two national podcasts out of thousands and thousands of listeners. You know, I'm sure his friends. He told all his friends about it. He's nervous. He doesn't want to make a fool out of himself, which he completely did not. Uh, you know, he just went on there and you know he threw a couple jokes. Uh, I liked the thing about how. When he corrected Kirk on how his name was spelled or pronounced, mm-hmm. I think yep. that was that was a uh, quite humorous. And you know, I'm a man of humor. I've everyone's been talking about my humor. This oh time. my <laughs> god, it's off Big the time. charts. <laughs> but uh, sorry, so, yeah, he was no. 15. I yeah. thought he was younger. Okay, no, he said he was 15. Ah. So uh, I mean, I mean, so he's older than for Kirk's him. kids. And uh, oh, I like the part where he says he doesn't do well with video games. So that that was interesting too. Very interesting. Yeah. Among Us is huge, though. Among Us is a very big game. What is that exactly? It's it's like a, it's like a who. It's a pretty much clue, like who kills these people and someone's a killer. It's mm. just I don't know. It's just a computer game. But uh, let's move on to the big topic, uh, which is Carano's takes on Carabas, and it seems to be kind of sweeping, sweeping the Twitterverse. It's going back and forth. Carabas has responded. 
Uh, let's just play. I just want to play a couple clips here from. Uh, so it all started off with Kirk was reacting to the wrap up show yesterday where I th I said I believe that uh, Quantum Week Chris had the best first show in studio in KMS history. I completely forgot about Carabas when, uh, when, when I was comparing it to like Steve or Mike, people that really weren't established in the uh, KMS universe or like when the show was just starting out. Like I wouldn't consider like when Big Cat came on in Florida, like was Quantum Week Chris better than Big Cat? No. Was he better than Casey Smith? No. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I also think that, you know, before we even get into all of this, you know, it, it's a little bit of an unfair comparison to e even be begin with from, from Carano. Like, you know, you can't judge someone like Chris, who is not a professional on the same way that you would judge someone like Carabas, you know, who deals with superstars all the time, wouldn't come in and be intimidated. I mean, th there's just no way that you should be comparing apples to, to oranges like that. But even so, I mean, Carabas is, uh, Carano is just out of his mind with his take. But I'll let you take the lead on this, Justin. And uh, I will say, I just want to play a clip here where before this all got started, Kirk was like, I, I have a feeling that, uh, Carano, you're going to take this personally. You're going to come and defend your guy, which is right. I mean, they're best friends. That he defends this guy. And um, Carano was big that he was not going to do that. <sighs> okay. Um, Sorry, we don't sorry. have to. No, I mean, no, no, I'll talk. We're, we're, we're well, fucking baby for Relax. <laughs> you're really going to get mad after I talk to Azaria because the other thing that's pissing me off is you're going to take personally, I think. I doubt it. Mm, I think you're going to take it. I you think, think so? Take it per yes, I think you're going to yeah, take yeah. it personally. You shouldn't, but I think you're going to be a fucking cunt about it. So who, th who thinks Carano took it personally? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not, he's not his best friend. He admitted he has no friends, number one, the other day. Who? Uh, Carano. Carano. Oh, well, he they said seem to be Chris, pretty close. I mean, no, but I think just because of the pod, Chris said he on, he has friends that he hangs out with. He doesn't really hang out with him. Um, but before we delve into a deeper, Justin, I think you're missing not a bigger point, but a big point that Kirk listened to all of your show all the way through yesterday. So that's that's kudos to you. Oh, well, I hope he hope it. <laughs> Hope it keeps going. Oh, Hope here it we continues. Go. Yeah. We bring, up, bring up Kirk's name. Here we go. I, I, I'd yeah. be shocked if he made it through two minutes of this. Very. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I mean. Well, no, I, I mean, I, I don't think he does. Uh, listen, I, I've fallen to the same trap where on Twitter I'll jump into wars to defend some of my guys. But, um, yeah, I mean, listen, Kirk spelled it out. He knew that this was going to happen. I don't know if if Karana was necessarily cunty about it, but he certainly was a little sensitive about it and trying to you know, protect his boy. And I have a couple other clips. I just want to play here of just kind of, you know, Karano taking some shots at Karabas. Some might say, here we go. Here's the Karabas oh, much better. Bullshit. Oh, Karabas, oh, Karabas is not oh. interesting at all. Ooh. Karabas is great in this show. No, I love Karabas. Oh. oh, you are nuts. He plays on his phone. You're nuts. No one gives a you're shit about nuts. his girlfriend in California. He's not a girlfriend. He'll never talk about people it. Here, people they don't show, give a shit. No you're, one gives you're, a shit. You're, you're, you're reading of the show is so wrong. That's people love oh, Karabas. My reading of the show is wrong. That's one of your moves where you just repeat the last thing I said. <laughs> you have nothing to add to the conversation. Your move is you go to a fucking commercial break when you want to, when you're like, oh, I don't now know. Now it's I suddenly all flipped on. So Kirk. you give yourself a little I bit have, of time. I have one to do nah. during the show. Yeah, yeah. You do that to, to pattern break. I'm prostituting myself, you know, for <laughs> for $4 a month. I do reads. $4 a month. Whatever the, well, the Patreon, whatever it is. Yeah, you haven't signed up. You don't like Karabas on the show? 
I don't think Carabas has talent at all. Oof. I think he's just yeah, him. I don't have any issue with him. I just know talent when I see it. Oof. There we go. Carano. The pro should he be the new program director of uh, the Kirk Minahan universe? <laughs> wow, he's he says he knows con he's he's a content it. machine, he said this week. So he know <laughs> he thinks he knows every goddamn thing. I mean, that's so, so far off. And as you guys are saying, uh, Chris, number one, he's not a professional. I've said this about Mike before, too, when they talk about Mike. I'm like, he's not a professional. Kirk, professional. Steve, professional. Carabas, professional. You know, these people have been doing broadcasting in various places, different formats for a long time. Yeah. So it's ludicrous to try to make any type of comparison between a professional broadcaster and someone who's just popping in in the studio. And yeah. I don't know where the hell this is coming from other than, OK, it's his buddy on Quantum Week or he wants to get more Patreon suckers. I, it just makes zero sense. You know, I... I, I, I like Carano. I like Chris. I think they're both really nice guys. I, I've had great interactions with them. Um, I've also had good interactions with uh, Carabas. I met him a couple of times. Um, it's a little name drop there. But, uh, you know, what really actually bothered me more than anything else, and I don't know if you have this clip, Justin, is uh, when Matt said that the difference between Chris and Carabas is that Carabas has had more opportunities. So I don't know if anyone, have that somewhere if, here. if either of you know Carabas's backstory and, you know, Kirk definitely said that, you know, Carabas took those opportunities and made it good with them, but he didn't just get opportunities. They weren't just handed to him. He was a kid, an 18 year old kid. And he, oh, he made was younger all than these opportunities. I mean, he, he was, making these opportunities for himself he got himself where he is he worked his ass off he ate shit for a while like he really deserves it and so to, again to just compare the two together it is just it, it boggles my mind yeah it's uh it's very concerning to say you are a great judge of talent and suddenly jared harabas is one of the least talented people nice guy nice guy but just terrible talent terrible talent uh he has a huge following that has nothing to do with uh, – we've been talking about people piggybacking and all this other stuff – has nothing to do with Kirk Minahan or nothing to do. He would have been successful if he went and did his own thing somewhere. Uh, if he left Barstool and had Jared Carabas Media or whatever, he would be successful. I have a couple of friends who are huge. I don't know what they call themselves. They call themselves like <laughs> section, section Niners or Section Teners or whatever it is. But they're, they're huge fans. Uh, I think I think to be able to say to say that Carabas, who I I find interesting, I'm not a huge <clears throat> baseball guy, uh, but I find a lot of what Carabas does is interesting. I think he brings an entirely different perspective on uh, certain things going on in the game. He like obviously, yeah, he's a diehard fan. I know uh, I know Carabas called or Carano called Carabas uh, a suck a suck puppet for the Red Sox, which seems to just be the kind of like the go to attack when you want to attack. Uh, Carabas, you just say he likes the Red Sox. Think like Kirk, you don't like the Red Sox. I mean, what are you going to say about that? And, and and by the way, just to to jump on that for a second, Carabas actually has been posting recently on Twitter a lot about how he's not a really big fan of the Red Sox anymore, and he's now more of a overall baseball fan, and that's in line with more of what he's doing there. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's. I think I, I mean. Yeah, if you if you pay attention to to what Carabas does, I mean CCK, he doesn't talk about he doesn't talk about baseball. He's yep. never talked it like he maybe two percent of the conversation when he's been on the Kirk show has been about baseball. Like Kirk said, he's talked more about 
baseball in regards with uh, Quantum Week Chris about, you know, Schilling getting to the Hall of Fame and all these other Hall of Famers yesterday than he did with Karabas. And, uh, and, and to say that Quantum Week, uh, Quantum Week Chris will be better at talking baseball than Jared Karabas, who literally does this for a living, who has interviews with baseball players. He has per- He's in their personal lives. He does all these other things. Call him what you want. Call him a suck, puck, uh, suck pump or the Red Sox or whatever you want. But, uh, but that's just, that's just, just, just to say, to say that it's just, it's just living in a fantasy world. And when I first listened to that, when I first listened to that, my first thought was, holy shit, Carano does not listen to the show every day. That was my (laughs) first thought when I heard him say, uh, quantum week, Chris is way more talented than Carabas. He's, he needs to come back in studio again. Uh, even I didn't say that yesterday. I I think it would be okay. Fine to have him back in once a month. Because I think he's really good at like pop culture and, and movie takes. I'm not super interested in uh, pop culture or, or movie. I actually don't listen to Quantum Week. I support those guys. I hope their Patreon does very good. I just have no interest in old movies and old songs. Um, Wait, didn't didn't uh, Carano say that you did though? Yes, he he confirmed on the show today that I am a listener. I I listen if there's a show that. A movie that I'm very interested in, but I I normally have no interest in. If you're not covering Star Wars Episode Three, I'm I'm not really going to talk about it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So, um, uh, well, can I can I just say you know again? I think Chris did a fine job. I think you did oversell it a little bit. You know, again, Chris isn't a professional. I think he's great on Quantum Week, and you know, mm-hmm. Kirk can make anyone. Uh, an, an insanely talented and and uh, and interesting person, but have any of you spoken to any Minifans that don't like Karabas? Now, I, I I spoke to many in the beginning when Karabas first came on the scene, uh, you know, last month or so or a couple months ago when he first started uh, doing some shows that didn't like him because they thought of him as the baseball guy. The Red Sox but, guy, yeah, yeah. But none of that. But even after that, after a few episodes, a lot of them have said that they are. You know, big fans of him, and he is great. Have you know, Matt said that he's been hearing from everyone that you know, they don't like Carabas. He's not great. Have you guys heard any of that? A bunch of bullshit. That see, he's very. He doesn't tell the truth a lot, and I know more people that say they love Carabas because number one, it's a third voice on the show. Kirk said he's a blank slate. He's a dummy. He doesn't know a lot of things. <laughs> it's like Mike doesn't know a lot of things. Um, the whole thing with the Andrea, the girlfriend, that, that was a ton of fun. That was great. And, yeah. Awesome. So, so it adds, you know, a, a, a different layer to the show and yeah. Veterans fucking win. He comes up with that <laughs> thing. I mean, come on, it's great. So why I also, I, I, there's so many people that I know are so happy to have them in there. Just the opposite. Yeah. And, and with the, with the Andrea thing, I also think that that's a big part of what we all love about Kirk in general. You know, like the fact that it's not come in, come talk about three topics or four topics and just talk about the news and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's bringing in real life. And it's the fact that, you know, Kirk doesn't want to come in and be, you know, fake and he wants to be authentic. And, you know, he wants to talk about things that are happening in, in everyone's life and things like that. So, you know, between how uncomfortable it, was with Carabas at first with the Andrews stuff, and then to what it got to, I I personally thought it was very entertaining and it was great. So 
his mom cleaning his apartment, oh, yeah. you know, oh, running across Route One in Saugus <laughs> to get to the Kowloon. It's fucking yeah. hilarious, and and he like, plays along with it. He doesn't care what what Kirk makes fun of. Yep. Yeah, and and uh, and I think the. I think there's, there was one point in the show today. I, I think I have the the clip somewhere, where uh, uh, yes, where he talks about how Chris got him to talk about his contract. Here we go. Hard hitting on me. No, but he but talking about your contract is obviously could be uncomfortable. And you you gave you gave us more information than you normally do. Am I ever uncomfortable that. talking about my contract? Yes, you you definitely my contract. You avoid stuff. Yes, you do. He, about my contract? Yeah. I know your pattern. I'm watching you from this booth. I know your patterns. This is what happens. I talk about my contract. You're I, you, I guarantee you, I talk about my contract now more than anybody in the history of media than oh, Howard yeah, Stern. Yeah, no, no, no. I you are way, talk about it. way. That's that's where I really said, "Holy shit!" I don't think Carano listens to the show. Kirk would bring up his contract like once every two weeks. He he always says, "You know, Barstool's paying him a, a, a great a great salary." You know, I mean. I, it's coming up soon. It's coming up in six months. So he talked about it yesterday. He's talked about it before. We all know that he he's on a two year deal with a one year uh, option. I mean, it, to to say that you know he doesn't like to bring it out, and you know Quantum Week Chris somehow manipulated him into talking about it. Otherwise, he, he wouldn't have talked about it. I just think it's insane. Uh, and I think I think a regular listener of the show. I'm, I'm sure Corona listens, but to me, a regular listener of the listener of the show. Would uh, would not claim that Kirk likes to uh, to hide hide things. He's very open about his personal life. I mean, he talks about things like how he wants to run over old ladies in the street or whatever who are giving him smirks and shit <laughs> like that. There, there's there's not there's really not much that's off topic for Kirk. I mean, to to say that Carano somehow like is this master or uh, Chris was this master manipulator who got. Uh, Kirk to talk to talk about things he normally wouldn't have talked about is 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 is, is legitimately insane. No, what he you, always talked about bonus checks at EEI. I think he said he was making over a million dollars a mm -hmm. year recently there. So yeah, again, it's just the opposite. And we could go on all day. You know, it's gonna sound repetitive, but <laughs> he's just a bullshitter and and is pushing for oh a subscription service and um I I did think it was funny today that they you know if steve didn't come back if he died from covid or something you know that well you'd be in the running matt but you know we would still have to look at other <laughs> yes, like, other me, backup producers so let me uh yep well you know you listen know you want to no, no, never hope that no you you're you're talking about Adam, yeah. oh sorry don't i would not assume who would you there's no who else would you give it to what do you mean well, it well, then becomes a full-time job where then other people would apply for it. Yeah, but who would you give it to? Would you be crushed if I gave it to someone else? I would feel a little disappointed, yeah. Of would course you, I would. I want, you'd yeah, be crushed. Then I, I, then I mean, I would. I'd, I'd, I'd probably give it to someone else. I'd move on. Okay, but it will be worth <laughs> it just to crush. You, should, <laughs> you don't want to crush me. Uh, well, you would be the favorite. You'd be the betting favorite yeah. for sure. I don't even know who the other candidates would be right now. Exactly. I mean, Justin. Like, and I think that's interesting uh, me personally, I don't know if Carano could last a full-time producer. Uh, after today's show, the first thing I thought of is, do you guys think he could have survived the Steve Robinson attack when Kirk went to Fenway and didn't cut everything up and he had to call a thing? He had to, you know, take phone calls for two hours where people just shit all over him. I don't, I, I can't see Carano doing that. Uh, I think this, here, here we go. Another hot take by Justin. I think... <laughs> Carano 
uh, is the, I don't want to say egotistical. I don't, I think he's one of the most self-indulgent people that have ever been on the Kirk Minahan show. He's very, very, very high opinion of himself. Even when, even when Kirk says like, Hey, like don't screw up the calls. Like last time he refuses to acknowledge he ever screwed up the calls uh, and, and all these other things. I, I don't see Carano taking a bad day working with Kirk. Well, which he really hasn't had. What are your guys' thoughts? Do you think he, do you think he'd be able to to handle it or to to what do you think he'd be able to bounce back and take it like Steve did or do you think he would he would just falter and go to the win? I, I think he would crumble. He's got a very thin skin. You know, I I am not a fan, and mainly it's because people will say, "Who gives a shit if he blocked you on Twitter?" He blocked a ton of people. I've always been nice to him. I was nice to him at Matawaska, uh, not Matawaska at Saco. Him and his wife, very nice people. I was nice to him at Milton's, and next thing I know, I'm blocked. Oh yeah, all these guys are assholes. I never said a bad thing about the guy, so he's very thin skin. I think he would crumble, no question at all. I don't think he would be able to take that criticism, which is so, fine. I I don't think there's anything wrong with being thin skin. I just don't think he 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 believes he has a thick skin, but you don't. Which is no, fine. Thin skin just, is not. Sorry, I mean to cut you off. In Kirk's world, is very difficult, and I I feel bad for you, Justin, because you know you're you're a young guy and you take a lot of crap, and it's been hard on you. And I've I've said I've been, it. I've been fine. No, I don't. No. <laughs> you, you've, you've had issues, and I'm not going to get into everything, but there are times when Kirk pushes people over the edge, and either you you got to roll with that or you're, you're going to be crushed. Well, um, I, I think actually it, it's not necessarily the thin skin issue in, in, my, in my opinion. I think it's more that you know he pushes back, and I think that's what you're talking about, Justin, with the ego. Mm-hmm. And I think it's actually because of how comfortable he – feels with Kirk and how, you know, he's trying, I think, to go above and beyond and try to, you know, not look bad at this and, you know, try to not look like he's nervous and not be overcome with, oh my God, it's Kirk. And, you know, I can't imagine what it's like to record in a studio with him. But, you know, so even from day one, the first time he was on the show, he, you know, would push back on Kirk. And I think what would happen is he would not understand that it's the time to shut the fuck up and that it's not the time to push back. And that's where I think he would run into problems. In terms of blocking people, I mean, I, no I, don't, I don't necessarily block people. I block, I think, like two people, and both of them are zonker. And uh, I think other than that, though, I have recently started muting people, and it is a delight. It is just wonderful to you know not have to see some people on, on Twitter all the time. So I get it, and I, I, don't, I don't care so much about that. Um, but I do think it would be an issue if – you know, it, it were going to come in the way of the show. I think if it was going to impact the show, and it might if, you know, he's actually a producer of the show, which he's not, but if he were a producer, maybe then it would be an issue. But, um, you know, Jay, also before you were talking about and describing Carano, some would say that the way you described him, you know, he lies, he's pushing for a subscription service and to get in on that money. It it's Steve or Carano, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. And, point. and I love Steve, no. but no, I could give a shit if I'm blocked. Again, to me, it's a it's a it's personal because, like no, I said, I, I, I go up and introduce myself to people, 
and say hi. How are you doing? Nice to meet you, Justin. I haven't met Adam, but anybody that I got, went up to in Saco yeah. and said, hey, nice to meet you. Great job, this and that. Oh, all Mena fans suck. I only blocked, oh, uh, yeah, blocked this one, that one. But right. so it, it's just another lie to me. To bring um, it back, yeah, to bring it back to more centered on today's episode, I think it's mm -hmm. fine if you block people. But there was a point today where he says, Kirk, have you not seen what the Mena fans are saying online on Twitter? <laughs> they're saying that Chris was the greatest ever. You know, they're saying, all I see is hate from uh, the Mena fans. It's like, Car Carano, you, you do realize you. You don't see any any of this hate towards Quantum Week Chris because you you have the, them up blocked, right? It's like, and he, I think he said at one point he's like he's like, oh, there's only 14 Mina fans and they live in a bubble. It's like they they might live in a bubble, but also, would you not say that you are also currently living inside your own bubble, which is perfectly fine. Um, but, but Justin, I think that also is the same issue that a lot of people run into a lot in this world, where people think that. You know, because Kirk makes a joke or because Kirk does something. So Kirk always, you know, ribs on the that 14 group and, you know, mm -hmm. says that there's only 14 people who who are complaining. It's the same 14 people. And, you know, they all complain. And then and then you hear the people. Oh, no, it's more than that. I think it's also, you know, it, it's a, it partially becomes the fact that people then think that, oh, well, if Kirk can make that joke. and It's funny. Then so can I. And, you know, I think that that. It definitely plays into it, but I, I agree, and that's you know kind of what I was saying before. Where you know if it's impacting the show, where if you're going to say that you're uh, you know going to know the voice of the uh, Mina fans, then you you can't have it that many people blocked. That's where I think it's a problem because it, it, again, you don't have a, a good read of the of of the Mina fans. And uh, to wrap to wrap things up, well, you know we're at the thirty minute mark here. Uh, I want to get your guys' predictions for. Apparently, they are recording tomorrow night, but it is going to drop on Friday. I want to start with Inspector J. Uh, how do you think the Carano Carabas showdown is going to go? Um, well, Jared has already taken some uh, retorts on Twitter, so and I, I think it's maybe going to be uh, double-barreled back at Carano. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be fun for Matt, uh, and I'm hoping that it isn't because I uh, none of us, like we said pre-show, I, I haven't seen anybody who's taken his side, especially Kirk. So um, it, it will be interesting for sure. Adam. I um, have, have either of you seen any of the Carabas versus Hubs videos or anything over the years for the Red Sox Yankees stuff? I've seen certain. I, I know they have no. like a feud going on. So Carabas uh, can be just as brutal to people as as Kirk is, and oh, you know, I'm looking forward to that. Then he is going to come with bombs ready, and I, I expect it to be hysterical. I expect it to be hilarious, and I expect a lot of back and forth and snide comments, and you know, just underlying jokes. It, it'll it'll be good. I think for the Friday show, uh, Aiden Kearney will be making a guest appearance as Matt Carano, because he is going to turtle, 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 turtle. <laughs> I, I see him walking it back, him saying, you know, it was all just a joke. I don't think he's going to say what he said today. I don't think he's going to say about how he's no talent. I think there's no, it, there's no chance that Matt Carano goes in with uh, as fire takes as he did today. I think he was caught like kind of off guard today. He was defending his guy. I think he's going to realize like, hey, I mean, say what you want to like. Toronto's not a fighter. He's, he, I mean, he's, he's not. When it comes, gets down to you know the down and dirty, he doesn't like to 
get into fights if people go personal or you know attack him for certain things he doesn't like that which is perfectly fine uh but i could definitely see jared Carabas just coming in and just being like okay like let's let's do it like you think i'm just some baseball hack like let's go let's go guy and and i i, I think Carabas uh carano turtles uh during the friday show so that is my prediction for what goes on uh tomorrow's show we have uh steve from providence and tim in canton will yep. be joining up in watertown uh i'm excited for that uh real quick i think i think those two have great chemistry i think uh neither of them are going to be nervous around kirk i think they're going to both be you know they both do it for fun they're they're not trying to turn this into a career uh, you know, they do have a new podcast, Decent Signal, which uh, is the podcast without a podcast. But it's uh, I, I, I can't wait. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, I think they did a great job when uh, Kirk was on the OG Minifans, uh, mm-hmm. you know, months ago when he did his YouTube run. So I'm really excited for it. I, you know, I, I a big fan of all of them. So very, very excited for tomorrow. What are they doing? Uh, Peggy Lawton cookie delivery. Is that part yeah, of it? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> So yeah, last no, thing, I always I always like those guys. Thanks. Last thing I want to say as we wrap up tonight on the network, we have six o'clock. There is a new Super Lemon Haze coming out. Uh, seven o'clock on the Clip Show. There is I'm going to be putting the VFW video up there. That that should be a good like nine minutes. On you can kind of see Kirk, you know, reacting to the letter he received from uh, him and Steve. At 9 o'clock, we have the Channel Zero boys are back, and they're looking for a third seat. And so they have some auditions going around. So that this is the first audition tape. And that's pretty much it. Oh, uh, last thing. I am working on getting this into an, uh, a podcast format. It's going to be exclusively on YouTube the day of the show, but I hope to get it. Uh, I'm, I'm in the process of working to get it to drop uh, on midnight. Uh, so like if you wanted to listen to uh, the wrap up before tomorrow's show, you'll be able to do that on through your favorite podcast, whatever. But uh, thank you everyone for joining us today and I will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks so much, Justin. Thank you.